Welcome to a shortened version of episode 26 of Fire Pro Wrestling World, the unofficial radio show. This is Jason Matters, and we're just going to go through the news, the ratings, and all the news going on in the Joshi world that is not trying to be like the dirt sheets and all of those pre-Madonna conspiracy theorists on Twitter. So... I just want to let y'all know that it, uh, what I'm holding on this hand is a folder or, or a special day that has all the matches. And once the website is on, at least some of these information these informations will be available, the wins, the losses, and the rest of it. So I'm just letting y'all know there. Just uh, some place to keep my files together for 2020 as we try and keep things on an even keel. Let us, we're going to do some, um, how do we say it? We're going to do Raw first. And then a couple of news items to talk about. Um, hold on. I'm just doing a couple of news items to talk about here. Here are the results. This was recorded. Um, because and Smackdowns was live, but this was recorded. Uh, Kevin Owens defeated Mojo Raleigh in a Christmas street fight before cutting a promo on Self Rollins and AOP. Bobby Lashley defeated Cedric Alexander. Drew McIntyre defeated Zack Ryder. Becky Lynch Azuka for a match, and she agreed. We're not sure when it will happen. Ricochet defeated Tony Naz. Alistair Black defeated a local athlete before Barty Murphy showed up and they set up a match for the 30th for the December 30th episode of Raw, which will have no competition with Monday night. Charlotte Fair defeated Chesley Green. The OC defeated Randy Orton and the Viking Raiders with Styles Penny Orton. Eric Rusev defeated Loki Atlas to continue his story. And Rusev defeated No Way Jose before cutting a promo saying that he's happy for Lane Atlanta and they deserve each other. Rey Mysterio defeated Seth Rollins by dedication because AOP interfered. They did an angle where Samoa Joe won't allow a couple of deals with the round series, so they beat Joe down and had Mysterio, uh, Rey Mysterio, but the curse stopped anyway. And then there was a child change as Andre, Andrade defeated Rey Mysterio uh, in a house show recently. So everything is crazy. With that particular uh, issue there. Let's go to M uh, uh, MLW Fusion. King Mo. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We did this one. I just want to show you the, the Prince of Darkest match, Jimmy Havoc versus Mance Warner. Havoc had an interference with, um, um, by Priscilla Kelly, and Jimmy Havoc won that match. 
Then it was Hammerstone versus MJF. Hammerstone won the match. Then it is Loki versus Davy Boy Smith. Great match here. Davy Boy Smith wins on that match. Wins that fantastic match. <coughs> We're gonna find out in the next round about the Upper Cup later on next week. NWA Power came around. Uh, let's see here. We had a, a, a NWA came out with their episode recently. Uh, Elijah Burke showed up. There was a three-way match between the females between um, Melina, uh, Melina from the Rosa against Allison K, ODB, and one other. I, I forgot their names. Uh, uh, Marty Bell was the other competitor on Melina's side. They had a good match, and strangely, Thunder Der Rosa has chosen ODB for their match, and either in hard times or on upcoming pay-per-view, which was strange. Um, the question mark defeated Coke Boom Boom Cabana in a good match there, and others went through as well. So, Nick Aldis is playing to face off Tim Storm for the television championship in a six-minute match. And there will be a couple of other ones that will be decided before hard times will go through. Uh, and it was a good show of NWA power all around. So, moving on, let's go to... NXT, which was just a review show, a couple of cruiserweight matches there. Nothing of import as of moment, but they'll tell more of the stories when we do the live, when we get to the live shows next week. Let's see. Uh, AEW Power for Christmas Eve. Sammy Guevara versus Brian Cutler. Guevara finally picks up his win. The Hybrid 2 versus Private Party versus Best Friend Santa and Ortiz. Um, Sweeper won the match for Santana and Ortiz. Uh, Sean Spears versus Joey Janela. Janela wins the match with the flying elbow. It was just a good matches for all of them around as they take their weekly break. As they take their weekly break to have a setup. Oh, and I just want to remind you there will be a four-way match for the women's title next week on AEW Dynamite because Chris Satellander had prior commitments and won't be able to make it to Jacksonville for that match. But it is planned that it will be a reschedule and possible pay-per-view match for the no, uh, February 28th episode. Or it could be... The Bash of the Beach episode on the 15th where they will decide uh, uh, between Satellander and Rio. We'll speak about Rio's uh, matches with the upcoming... <clears throat> uh, 
with the upcoming match over at Wrestle Kingdom in a moment. So we did Raw, we did SmackDown, we did AEW, we did MWA Power, we did all that. Now let's go to SmackDown. SmackDown results for the 27th. That was yesterday of this recording. It took them three tries, but they finally got that match to go in the first, in, in that one. Then it was Camilla defeating Mandy Rose, Sasha Banks and Bailey defeated Dana Brooke and Lacey Evans. Ali's got the right attitude to hopefully to become a champion. Sheamus is coming back 2020. Then it was the whole Otis trying to become a different type of story to the Lana a Bobby Lashley thing. And I don't know if this is going to work. I mean, the whole relationship angle doesn't work on that side because, you know, the whole cheating and the cucking thing. So now Pritchard is trying to do the other way around being more conservative. It, 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 it's a, it's crazy, as you can, as you have seen, <laughs> as you have seen, Strowman in a three-way match between with the New Day. Good match here. I'm keep telling you people that Kofi Kingston is deeply underrated as a face wrestler. You saw it in the six months he held that championship. Huh. <laughs> and you see how underrated this is. He, I know he's not as talented as Nakamura. Don't get me started. He's not as big as they, but this guy got a lot of heart and he knows what he's doing. And that's why he got the five-year contract and said he's going to end his career with the WWE. You can see pretty much why he's one of the best they have right now. Not on the technical, he's sort of like the amazing one sense. But the unfortunate thing is because the way things are, he can't sell tickets. Even though he got everything else there, he just can't sell tickets. That's the unfortunate reality of the issue with Kofi Kingston. That's why I don't hate on him, but this is the reality of the situation. The Miz, if given a chance, he has the connections and all the rest of it, he could sell tickets. I I'm just saying, folks. Oh. Brian... And the Miz is can't not stop talking about how good these two men are, surprisingly, even at this late stage. Corb, this was Corbin's best match. I hate to say it, this was Corbin's best match, and it's because of the other two, it's not because of him. And, and Marley, <coughs> I'm sorry, the coughing spells are coming back. <clears throat> and I am telling you, this is the reason why. That's the basic reason. Because it, it, it's pretty much it. And then we had that, I, I just mentioned before, the Sasha Banks one there. Sasha Banks is just a 
unbelievable heel, and that match between her and they, uh, it, it might steal the whole show. And there's another one between Azuka and Becky Lynch. She still can't beat Azuka, and I still think she can't beat Azuka. It, 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 it's going to be fascinating to watch. So, the Royal Rumble match will be The Fiend versus um, Daniel Bryan for one of the main events in the run before the Royal Rumble starts in earnest, both the females and the males as well. And NXT will be there as well. So, it will be a very packed show. And the start of WrestleMania season to determine the new champions and the new direction they will go for the rest of the year. And speaking of new directions, guess what happened? If you are a New Japan Pro Wrestling fan, you won't get to see the tears that will be flowing all over Tokyo Dome. Justin Dyer Liger's retirement match will not be seen. Why? Because the new owners of Atsis TV, which is Anime Entertainment, needs to promote Impact at all costs. And that also means no television tapings and shows in America for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Bushy Code has been bushied out by Atsis. According to the story, Axis was a television partner in the United States, Eric Kenji, and Leo Vence weekly show recent matches from big shows. There was a lot of doubt whether it could exist with Impact, a promotion that already has a very rocky relationship with New Japan, allegedly due to how it could be Okada when he was alone on Impact. We know specifically why, but we now have an answer. We're not going to be showed on American television. And you do need an American television deal. Folks, I keep telling y'all I keep telling y'all folks, you needed a television deal. The television deal had to happen. And it didn't take place. They can still get something done before the end of next year, but if you want to see Lager's retirement, you're gonna have to get that subscription. And speaking of subscriptions and female pro wrestling. Guess who will be in a women's match at the 14th between <clears throat> for the Stardom Girls under Kishi Code? It will be Julia Hannah Kimura, which are under a rivalry at this time, versus Mayu Iwani and Irisa Hosaki in a dark match before the men take over. This is going to be fun. And it has been a crazy, crazy couple of days in the stardom world. And what I mean by a couple of days in the stardom world, <sighs> Hazuki retired. We all know that, did we? Yes, we did know that. So, like I was saying before, we all knew that was coming. She said it about a month earlier. Management said, okay, we'll get you a retirement match. You were done on the 20th, officially done on the 24th. Everybody said goodbyes, bought you some Chanel's and all the rest of it. 
But then, within a couple of days, it was announced. Kaz Kazu retiring on the 26th of February. Woo! Everybody went like, nah. Two retirements in the same place? What's going on? You can't be serious, right? Y'all can't be serious. Then the dirt sheet started talking and said, Kazu is the last boss of stardom, and she plays it up and whatnot. She plays this lovable heel, and the rumors started coming around that she is, how you doing? You know, she's up in that, she up in that, you know what, in Hazuki's room. She going with Azuki. We just did this and the other thing. And they come up with these little rumors saying that uh, Bushy Cole went like, you ain't that attractive enough to do that Yuri Yuri stuff, man. Come on now. And I hear that you and them girls were doing some shady shit over in Thailand. I know you were doing a movie, but I heard the other stuff. So it's time for you to set your games. And time for you to shaping up or, you know, you're going to retire y'all both. Azuki wanted a bigger contract. Then he said, we ain't near that time to get that bigger contract. So she decided, no, I can't stay without Kazu. So you, the rumors are true, right? Here comes Dave Meltzer. Talking about Bill Watts. And yet, it can't fly no more in the wrestling world today. What does Bill Watts have anything to do with stardom, folks? Oh, you mean the Taskmaster thing? Well, you know, he don't know much about Joshi Pro Wrestling. He knows about American female pro wrestling closer. Yeah, that's fair, but... Josie Pro Wrestling, he gets it from one guy who's one Japanese dude who's connected to Rossi and all the rest of it. And come on now. <laughs> I'm getting real. Look, I've watched the Pro Wrestling for 50 years. You should trust me. This is the thing that Russo was talking about. Why you don't like Meltzer? This is the reason why. But it said... That they lost two good stars that were taking it there and all the rest of it. Management heard all about this. Management has stated that it was a good thing in retrospect to delay the women's title matches or the, the women's league knowing that this was going to happen. It's always been in this Joshi game, next woman up. It's always been that way. And it's not going to change anytime soon. So when Stardom lost their first big star back in 2013, who stepped up? Azuka, Eo, and Kari. 
when all three of them left, who stepped up? Kazu, Mayu, and others. Now that Kazu and Izuki has left, who's next up? It's going to be Hana, especially Hana. Hana is their star. Whether they can talk about how good of a worker Mayu is and how good this, that, and the other thing is. Hana, Komura, and, Ju and Julia is the star. They're the stars of this, of this promotion. They're the international superstars of this promotion, especially Hana. That's the issue. They have enough gaugeons. The gaugeons are working in America. In major promotions. They're not even there. Come on now. Don't do that to yourselves. The best thing y'all have hoped for is that it isn't as serious as people in the conspiracy world and pro wrestling and all the rest of it are saying that it is. I don't think it isn't. I think this was a transitional period because Kazu was about to retire in 2017 earlier, but only stayed because she lied. She felt that she could still do more. Hazuki wanted more money and it didn't work out. She wanted to move on. Now I'm hearing rumors about marriage proposals and all these other things. Dirt sheet stuff. You see, whether you like Vince Russo or not, he has a point about Meltzer. And this is the reason why you got to keep Meltzer on an even keel. Cornette in the same way as he's still talking on Twitter and still has his opinions about um, pro wrestling and whatnot. And you have to keep Russo on an even keel because there are some things he makes mistakes on. But Jericho, all the rest of them, they're now beginning to realize that Russo's starting to have points. They're not always going after Meltzer and all these other things. They know how important Meltzer is. But in many cases, when he has this blind spot, like Cornette has this blind spot with African-American wrestlers and other, and, other and other wrestlers of different races. Like Russo has a blind spot. Because he's not the book. He's a writer, not a booker fully. He just gave suggestions about booking. He's a good writer when he is a great writer. He's a great writer when he wants to be. And he can be a great writer and can, and can book all these things and know how to write characters and all the rest of these things. Booking matches, he's not that good. Being on television, not that good. And he admitted those weaknesses weeks ago on his radio pro, pro, program. But when you have all these men talking about things they don't know about or they have no connections to, or they will never find the truth because, you, as you know, this industry is secretive, especially in Japan. You're going to have all this hearsay come around. 
Sometimes you need to accept the uh, simple solution. And the simple solution is they, both of them are retiring. Bushiroll Kishiroll has a different way of seeing stardom. Stardom and, the AE, and New Japan are not going to be connected even though they're both going to be working in the same place this year around. And management had made sure, as I was about to say earlier, management have already knew that something was up over there. That's why they had to delay it. We're just getting back on trying to continue the men's division today after a small delay. So we can continue the matches for the men's division. And they will continue up until New Year's Day. And then there will be other matches being scheduled as well. And there will be other matches being scheduled as well. So it's not a lot. So look, remember the good times. You know this business there. And I said one more thing on, I want to say one more thing before we end this today. Because we're going a little long. <clears throat> It was supposed to be 25. It's going to be dirty anyway. So 30 minutes is fine. There's one more thing. Stardom knows there are weaknesses. Even though they lost the deal with NJW, Stardom knows there are weaknesses in the American and worldwide viewing in pro wrestling as of this moment. And it is because of very simple reason. They don't respect men anymore in this business. They don't respect men anymore, period, regardless. Regardless of whether they are in regular entertainment or in pro or the pro entertainment game or whatnot. And how can they respect men if they do today? They see all men is the same, which is unfortunate. Deeply unfortunate, this entertainment industry. Aspects of it are now starting to change. As you're seeing it very small. You're seeing it very small taking place, but it may be too little too late. It may be too little too late. What I'm basically trying to say is stardom is going to succeed where a lot of others are not. Everybody's saying Ray Presley is going to be the big super women superstar after Becky Lynch. Everybody's saying that other superstars are going to be there, but no one is looking. And this is the problem with Meltzer and sometimes Russo and a lot of times Cornette. And many other people as well. Sometimes Bischoff, sometimes Heyman. With this whole thing with Lana and um, uh, Bobby Lashley. They always miss. In the back of their mind. And Cody Rose is starting to understand this a little bit. They always miss the one thing they don't think is going to happen. And I'm telling you. Hannah Kimura is the superstar of the next decade and the next two decades. When you see her, it's Rihanna. Rihanna is a worldwide superstar. 
I saw it in, in there. As soon as you see her, you know she's the one. They can say whatever they say about Maya Iwani, and I understand that, and she's a fantastic wrestler and all the rest of it. But it's Hannah Kimura. She's going to be as big as Hulk Hogan was. She may be even bigger if I'm think what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing. It's not a game. So for all you stardom fans who are sad that Hazuki and, and, and Kazu are about to have left for Hazuki and about to leave in Kazu's case, please don't worry. Stardom is in good hands. Kiani is not going to fool around too much. Rossi is being kept on a leash. This is just a dark match to show the girls showcase, but I don't like the way the booking's starting right now, but it can improve and it has improved. Stardom is going to be as big and as a force for women's wrestling, women's pro wrestling and women's pro entertainment than whatever they have done in the WWE for years. Even to the point of having their own female pay-per-view and the whole rest of it. Because Hannah Kimura exists and is a star. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Next woman up, and you know it's Kimura. There's Lulu Pencil, there's... Rika Saki, who, she, who might come to stardom. There's all these other wrestlers that are going to be there, but you know it's Hannah. So don't play yourselves, please. Now, folks, let's go through what's going to happen quickly next week. Our go-home show for Wrestle Kingdom will be on the 3rd of January, 2020. And we will have these matches available on that day. We will have a pregame show starting at 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, actually, 6 o'clock in the morning. And then we will start the show at 7 o'clock in the morning. We do not have any open days. It could be a little later. I don't think so. But we're starting at 7 o'clock. We're starting at 6 o'clock. So be there bright and early. If you can't there, be there bright and early. The whole show, plus the pregame show, will be available on our guy's channel on that day. Later on that day. And the reason why we're doing this is because NFL playoffs, we need to have a full skit. We need to have the whole morning to ourselves. That's the setup. So, let me repeat to y'all what is going to happen on Wrestle Kingdom. That will be... Let me make this clear so everybody can get this straight. Uh, October, November... Okay, Wrestle Kingdom. Here are the matches, and more matches will be announced on that Friday on the 3rd. Uh, El Luchador and AJ Cavinas will face off for the junior tag team title that will be defended later on that day. It will uh, the four man match to determine the heavyweight junior uh, heavyweight tag team championship will be on that day as well. Tommaso Clapper will face off against Jay White again after that amazing match they had at November to remember. Rena Isis will face off against Bay Presley. 
If either of them win, they will face off ACM at Revolution on February 29th. It will also be a morning show. It will be a, a, a afternoon. It will be an afternoon show that will be on to the, to unify the two championships. Liger and Sano will face off against Ryu Lee and um, Himuro will for his final retirement match. Uh, Teddy Hart will face off against Rage Cage and Adam Page will face off against Kenny Omega in the main event heavyweight championship. And then it will be 9, 10, and 11. And one of those matches will be against Motley for the title. That will be soon. But those are the matches coming up for Wrestle Kingdom coming next week. And we will have a post-game show uh, around 11 o'clock of that day to review what happened that day and where we go forward for the upcoming shows that we have. Plus, we have already announced, where this is an announcement from management, that there will be a, another special and another super card. There will be one special and one super card on February 26th to send Kazu off. And she will have her final match against Hannah Kimura one-on-one to end the rivalry between Olden Tai and T uh, and, and Tokyo uh, Cyber Squad to finish off the rivalry there. So that will be the end of it and the end of the storyline for that one and the end of the um, matches and storyline for her according to management. And that will be it for that one. But there will be other... Names and plus maybe title matches will be also available there as well. So thank you for listening. We hope to have you have all you and yours a happy new year and the rest of your vacation off and your rest of your vacation off. We'll be back next week with an all new episode with all the ratings and all. Oh my goodness. Before I even do anything left, we were talking about the day. We forgot the ratings. We forgot the ratings. Hold on, folks, before we even continue. We forgot the ratings, man. I can't believe this. Never forget the ratings. So WWE Entertainment had, didn't do too well. WWE Entertainment only had a 9, 1.9 million people in the first hour, 1.8 million in the next hour, and a 1.6 million in the next hour the lowest they have ever seen ever on USA Network ever since this thing started. 10 years ago, it would have never gone below a three. 1.6 million? Overall, is a 1.7 million for a taped show? Oh, boy. Then NXT came around because AEW was off that week. Had an 846,000, the whole show, even though that was taped. And we'll look at SmackDown now for the Friday scorecard. They actually went up this week again. 0.4 is in the two hours there, then an 0.7 in the first hour, thinking that the main event was done earlier, but then it went down to an 0.6. Then it stayed in 0.8 in the next two hours. 
a three in women and a two in women in the second hour. It stayed even with the fives on for the men's side and a three and a two on the olders, which it never skews older. The older folks are watching reruns of Blue Bloods, reruns of Magnum P.I., reruns of Hawaii 5.0, and they got four million on this side. It's a 3.5 million on one side and a 2.337. It got a 2.4. It went up another one, another 900,000 viewers. So they're growing. SmackDown, uh, NXT is somewhat growing. And Raw is dying on the vine with the stupid storylines and, and the same women fighting and... They're starting to try to get uh, uh, Seth Rollins in going, but it might be too little too late. But we'll find out next week if this is more of a trend. And if it's a dangerous one at that because there is no competition for the NFL and there will be no excuses. So, folks, thank you for listening. We will see you guys next week. On an all-new episode of the unofficial radio show for Fire Pro Wrestling World. We'll take care of yourselves and each other. This is Jason Matters from Rebel K Sports. We will see you guys next week. When you look for champions, you always look to Rebel K Sports.